Uh, we have questions. Let's get some answers. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, I would dare say mm. Red Sox legend, <laughs> yeah. a, a guy who will be uh, heading to Florida to show that he still has it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can sling it across the diamond as well. Our friend Lou Merloni here on the day that Raphael Devers got signed. Uh, Lou, good afternoon. What's up, boys? What a 24 hours. Sweet Jesus. Hey, Lou, can can we start with this on the whole Trevor Story thing? Yep. Like, I need a little bit of a baseline from a former big leaguer. So we hear from Heim Bloom that Trevor Story in the ramp up for the season started to feel something new, da-da-da. Can you kind of walk us, lay people through how a baseball player starts to get ready in the offseason with a throwing program? And maybe more importantly, Lou, kind of when you start to get back to throwing to get yourself ready to go to spring training. Yeah, I would say the offseason, for the most part, is like four, six-week sessions. And it's you know it could be four, five, six weeks, but just on average, it's a better way to figure it out. Season ends in October. I think for about a month, five weeks or so, you are doing, if anything, light stuff, light workouts, just because you because you like working out or whatever. But for the most part, your body is healing. You just went through eight months. Your shoulder hurts, your elbow hurts, your ankle hurts, your knee, your back, your hammies, everything hurts. So you give it some time. You give it four to six, six weeks. And then I would say usually around mid-November, so you start getting back into the gym, you start trying to get strong again, and you're there till about New Year's. Now, at some point in Christmas, you know, that break, maybe you start hitting off the tee a little bit right before Christmas. You start throwing, playing catch. But really, it's January 1 for six more weeks because that's how long it is before spring training starts, which is six weeks. Um, that's when you do the baseball activity. That's when we're throwing, you know, we're throwing, you know, hard. We're throwing the bases. We're fielding ground balls. We're taking BP. Guys are throwing bullpens. So it's a six-week progress uh, process, rather, and – at some point in that mid-December when he started playing catch and some guys might start lightly hitting off the tee and things, that's when he started to feel it. So you, these injuries come up when you start ramping it up. You try to rest your body. And, and the perfect example is Celtics fans, Robert Williams. We sat here at the end of September and a guy had surgery to, you know, on his knee and he missed 8 to 12 weeks. And we said, why did you wait to the end of September? Well, he started ramping it up to get ready for the season and that's when you feel it again. Okay, so that, that that goes to my whole take about the blame game. Was this preventable? Because if if your exit if you have your exit physical, aren't you especially with him kind of going, Okay, here's where we're at risk and let's think about how we should attack some potential future issues? You know, so how do you think they handled that? Yeah, I, I think and I heard you guys playing that Bradford piece too, um, you know, I think when you first get an injury for you might know, like if your knee starts bothering, all of a sudden now it's like, okay, for the first time you start a rehab process. And you're like, okay, I got to do more soft tissue. I got to do more strength. I got to do more loosening and, and stretching and massaging and things like that. And then he got through the season last year with his arm. It kind of felt like he was on the right path. And I'm sure it was something they were still keeping an eye on. Um, but as far as the player goes, it's like, okay, now that you got your full season, let's rest the elbow. You know, let's give it some time, do some of the exercises we've talked about, and then when you start throwing again, see how it feels. And that's kind of where we're at, where covering your ass comes into play is leaving yourself wide open with no depth in the middle of the infield or a shortstop, knowing that you've got a guy that asking him to play short, if that's the case, is asking a lot. You know, and that so that's, that's really where you start wondering, like, how did they, why didn't they revisit this Correa thing in the last week? 
you know, knowing that everything that was going on here. He'd be a perfect fit for six years, even if he had to go seven. Well, Lou, it feels like they were visiting Rafi Devers through all of this. Yeah. And and that's where, for me, like, I want to feel like the Red Sox really looked at Rafael Devers and said genuinely, this is a guy we want to keep around. And yet they get a deal done. He gets a $300-plus million contract and there is not the no-trade provision that normally comes with those that are given to big-time superstar players. And for me, I want to feel like this wasn't just a reaction to knowing that story needed to get cut on and that you missed out on Xander Bogarts. Because when I hear the agent for Raphael Devers say, yeah, we were on the phone pretty much the whole time on New Year's Eve, then you announce that Devers is coming back on January 4th, and we find out yesterday about Trevor Story. I don't want to put two and two together, but it feels like it equals four. Well, I, listen, I don't think that, you know, you said, okay, we got to try to wrap up Rafi Devers. That's closed down shop at every other position, and let's not talk to anyone else. You know, it's like we need to get Rafi done. Let's not worry about our pitching staff, our shortstop, our outfield, our DH, our first, you know, like you you should be able to handle both. Like you, you talk to the player, and you continue to look at depth in the middle of the infield because – They've had plenty of options. The versatility you have with Story, you're going to play short and second. So you can get a shortstop or a second baseman. The versatility you have with Kike Hernandez to find a center fielder, shortstop, or a second baseman. Your versatility in all these guys, and you didn't bring in one of them. Like You haven't brought in anyone mm. to, to just sort of help the depth. And now you're in a spot where now you need two or three bodies in the middle of the, in the, middle of the field. You know, Unless you think Jared Duran is a guy that you can help out there in center field. Lou, what was your reaction uh, during the uh, Rafi Devers um, press conference when Hyam Bloom uh, took the mic and gave a message to the fans? What was your reaction after hearing that? Very odd, uncomfortable discussion from him. You know, the whole uh, – yeah, he started talking about ups and downs and how you're with yeah. us the whole way, and I felt like he didn't know how to end it, and he just sort of uncomfortably was like, well, you know, and, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it, w what's going to be awesome? <laughs> It's like, yeah, right? It's like, totally, dude. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. It's like, <laughs> awesome. awesome is winning. You know, and I think, you know, if Story was healthy, it's like, this is a guy you were hoping to be healthy, play second base at elite level, and add some power. It's like, now it's, you're going to be living in these, like, jerks and profar, uh, Jose Iglesias worlds, and, and trying to find some other guys that you can help in this lineup. But I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be awesome. Like, I don't. Like, I, you know, this year is, I, I don't know what to expect from this year. I think moving forward, you know, hopefully there's some, there's some room for improvement here in the following season, but a lot's got to go right health-wise for this team this year. Who protects Devers in the lineup, Lou? Like, even if you go out and get somebody, can you get enough of an impact bad to put someone worth a damn either in front of or behind this guy. Not in free agency. I mean, right now, the only guy that's out there that kind of somewhat intriguing is a guy like Adam Duvall, who, you know, last year had wrist surgery, but at 38 home runs the year before, you know, um, splitting time with, with the Braves as well. So, yeah, he's a guy that maybe you can get in, slide into this outfield somewhere with some pop because you need some home run power. But right now, it's like I envisioned whether it was Story behind him or whether it was Turner behind him because you got to have somebody in between he and Cassis. So uh, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I think maybe you try to beef it up and, and try to find another starter. But I do know this. I, I don't think Bloom like panics and makes a trade that he's not comfortable with or wasn't going to do to try to short-term fix this club. 
Like if, if this was a team that was one of the best teams in the American League at the deadline and you lost to Trevor Story for the rest of the year, then maybe you're a little more desperate to make a trade because you believe it has a chance to win a World Series. This team here, I, I don't think you go out of your comfort zone to try to find a quick fix and trade somebody you're really uncomfortable with. Well, because I would assume that a quick fix would only just be a Band-Aid anyways, right? And he couldn't get you to be in a competitive position anyways. Right, and there's some guys, like there's a shortstop out in San Diego, Kim, that a lot of people like, and I like him. He's a good defensive shortstop. He can help you win, but it's like, well, now the Padres, you know, their asking price just went up because you're desperate. Well, yeah. if that's the case, then go screw. You know what I mean? I'm not playing this game. You know, I like the kid. I don't love him. You know what I mean? Like, he's a good fit between, you know, this team and Meyer in the future, but it's like, I'm not going to be held over a barrel because I think, because of this team. You know what I mean? I just... There's too many question marks. So if you were, I don't know where you were at after, so I say the, the the happy time for the Red Sox after Bogart signed was when Devers signed, right? And I'm not sure where you were as far as like what you think they were capable of doing at that point in time. Where are you at now with the news that story is basically out for the year? Um, I, I just think there's too many ifs. Too many things have to go well. Like you need you between like Kluber and Sale, you need them to be healthy. You know, or one of them to give you a, a com- uh, two of them to give you a combined 150, 180 innings. Um, you need Bayo to take a next step. Whitlock to be you know a great starter. I, I just I worry about the innings. I worry about the games played. Uh, there's just a lot of concerns, you know, and I think you got to bring in a couple of bodies, and it's going to be up to core to kind of platoon these guys and find the right matchups. But if your bullpen throws the ball the way they're capable of, you might be able to win a lot more games than people think just by doing that. And I would say just look at Baltimore Orioles last year. Their rotation wasn't good at all. Uh, their lineup was okay. They had a couple good hitters, but their bullpen was lights out. They got a lead, and after the sixth inning, the game was over. That's how you're going to have to win. So this is what feels like, Lou, a little bit of what you're saying is in figuring out how to win, they might have to do it a little differently, meaning that maybe you can't find the perfect shortstop, but if you can manage the position a little bit and trust Alex Cora, if you can invest some money in other parts of the team, like say, and and again, maybe I'm just speaking for you and I'm completely wrong, but the whole, hey, if we add another starter – Let's at least make the starting pitching better. So that way, if we got to manage it, we can live with scoring four runs a game and maybe have a chance. Is that the way the Bloom maybe has got to pivot here a little bit and attack it differently than what he might have thought of before all this went down? Yeah, yeah, you absolutely have to. I mean, for the, I mean, even with the teams that have struggled the last few years, you sat there and said they're still like a top five offense in, in the American League. And some years they've been one or two. Like, that's not going to be the case. That's just not. So now it's like, how do I, how, how do I play defense? You know, there's no more banning a shift. Where can I find the you know, where can I find the advantage? You know, can I go out and get a defensive shortstop that might hit 230, 240, whatever. I, I, I understand that. It's not good. I'm not going to find an all-star right now. So find someone to take some hits away. Let's improve our defense. Let's improve our, our starting, you know, that'll help our starting pitching. And then if we have some lockdown bullpen arms, all right, then we try to win, win games that way. So I just think, like, that's kind of where you have to look at it. And you have to start looking at some of these platoon guys, a lefty and a righty, to try to build one good player. Lou, it's icky to ask this question, but do you consider looking at Trevor Bauer? (laughs) I have been doing research on this guy in the past, right? And... I, I, listen, I know it's very polarizing. Yes. The answer is yes. You look into it. Okay. And maybe Justin Turner might look at you and say no. And you say, okay, the, as far as me looking into it ends right there. Right. A former teammate of his is like, no, he's not worth it. Fine. Okay. 
you know, and then that's it. But I, I don't know how you don't. I really don't. Like, I don't know how you don't. I know a lot of people are very polarized and, and they hate this guy. And I looked at it and I'm like, God, he got involved with an absolute freak. You know what I mean? And some girl that wanted him to, I don't know, choke him out. Like, I, I don't understand some, you know, whatever, right? And I, I just think you have to look at it. I think you have to, whether it's talking to him, whether it's talking to her, whether it's looking in the investigation, whether it's talking to former teammates, there's plenty of them here that have been with the Dodgers. But I think you look into it. And very quickly, you might find out that I'm not interested at all. Yeah. So the last one for me, though, uh, Lou, is uh, what does it say about this organization, this Red Sox organization, that the main guy, the main owner that everybody wants to hear from on a uh, on a great day like this, that John Henry is not there. Yeah. Everybody's that, there but John. Yeah, and this is, I think, is is one of the issues that John has. I think in this city that number one, I think he is very uncomfortable in front of a microphone. I don't think he likes talking. I think sometimes he feels like he gets himself in trouble in the past or whatever. So he just stays away, and I think he feels that's the right approach. And I think it's not taken that way. I think people get frustrated by that. I get frustrated by that. You want to hear more from your owners, just not every single week, you know, not every single month, but at least a couple times a year. You know, you want to hear what he feels about what's going on right now. And I just feel like it's it's a decision that he has made because he's just not comfortable with it. Uh, so you are headed to fantasy camp, correct? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, <laughs> baby, did you get your arm warmed up and ready to go? You okay? You're not going to, uh, yeah, I mean, you're not going to Trevor Story yourself, are I, you? I, I might. I might. I, I'm worried about a lot of things. I'm worried about hips, legs, ankles, arms, shoulders. A lot of things. We got a game to play on Saturday. I'm being told, so I got I got to get ready to play in that thing. So Wait, so you're actually going to play? I thought you were just going to coach it. So you're actually playing alongside a bunch of other like wannabe baseball players, like you know, like me, okay, yeah. who want to get a shot yeah. but can't. So, but you're actually playing alongside these guys. Well, it's it's camp for them all week long, and I think on Saturday we play them. Oh, you play the guys that are at camp oh. looking to play against some former professional yeah. so, players. Okay. As far as That's I know, it it's like, uh, I don't even know the roster. I think Folky is there, uh, Trot, Dauber, Billy Miller. So we're going to have some fun. I think the oh, can. my God. I think, I think oil can's in the house. You got, well, of course, is yeah. what else he got going on. But yeah. you got some hitters there, Lou, and guys that, uh, you know, everybody is uh, pretty familiar with. That we got to get, get an update on what on what your, uh, <laughs> your, what your what what you actually end up doing. Like, can you get a hit? When was the last time you actually hit a baseball that wasn't like, you know, sixth grade baseball coaching technique? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I'm a little bit um no, it's it's okay. It's not like Buckley's game where I'm facing like, you know, Steve Buckley has his games old timer game. Yeah. I'm facing some twenty year old that's just coming off of the Chatham A's for the <laughs> summer in the Cape League throwing ninety three, ninety four from the left side with sink. You know, that's not what I'm facing down here. I'm facing a nice little 65, 70-mile-an-hour heater. Uh, I can handle that. I got to get invited to this. Really, the question is, though, Lou, will you miss catching a ball and break your glasses? Stop it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All your that's shit, true. Your, your pit vipers just yeah. get snapped right in half. No, I don't. I don't I'm not going to be wearing the glasses, so I'm just really more worried about the eyesight in general. Just overall, <laughs> in general. He does have his readers yeah. <laughs> pull those bad boys well, out. Well, I was going to say... Uh, do you ever? Uh, do you, so you're okay. You think the body will hold up? Like you're not going to have a pulling something? Like no, no. You know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Lou's got back issues or I something. I think I'll be or, sore. There's no question. You'll be about sore. It. Yeah, and Sunday I'm waking up a little concerned. No need to stretch hey. a single to a double. That's what I would say. Once you're over fifty, it's yeah. hey, as long as I don't crap myself and I can walk, I'm okay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those deals. Hey, have fun down there, uh, Lou. We appreciate it, and always appreciate the breakdown, brother. Thank you. Great all stuff. Right. You all right, Lou. Buddy. Thanks.